Hello and welcome to The Landed Podcast. I'm John Montgomery, co-founder of Landed, a travel company specializing in tailor-made journeys throughout Latin America and the Antarctic. At Landed, we're devoted to exploring these regions, searching out exceptional experiences and locations for our clients. The Landed Podcast profiles some of our favorite places and brings you conversations with friends we've made along the way, explorers, artists, and visionaries. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us. Andre Gomez is at the top of his game. After more than 25 years as a general manager at top-tier retreats in Costa Rica and Nicaragua, Andre was named managing director of Islas Secas, Panama's premier island hotel in late 2020. This appointment caps an impressive string of bar-raising accomplishments. Those successes are especially inspiring when you consider his modest beginnings, picking coffee on his father's farm in the hills outside the Alahuela province town of San Isidro, Costa Rica. Andre leads by example, with natural warmth and understated generosity. Although he's known for his gentle smile and easy laugh, he's a keen interpreter of his guests' needs and wishes. He and his team have reached the words are unnecessary level of communication. At Isla Secas, Andre has created a culture of service from scratch in a part of Panama not known for luxury hotels. Together with the cherry-picked professionals who followed him to the project, he's elevating the local talent in ways that could benefit the Panamanian hospitality industry for generations. Andre and his wife Isela are the parents of two children, Montserrat and Mariano. He loves traveling, spending time with his family, and golf. Andre spoke to us from Casita Mirador at Isla Secas. Andre Gomez, welcome to the podcast. Can you believe all the trouble we went through to get here? Uh, good things are not easy to accomplish. So <laughs> I hope that. How is your that... family? Are, are they in Panama with you now? Well, we balance our time. They are currently not in Panama. In Costa Rica, they're at home. Uh, and I'm seeing them in two weeks, actually. They're coming over to the island, which is where my children love to come and enjoy their island life. And of course, that's exciting to me as well. Yeah, smart kids. Good dad. <laughs> Thank uh, you. The life of a general manager is not easy. Um, you, you're from Costa Rica. You, you grew up in a small town between Alahuela and the summit of the Poas volcano near San Jose. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in the middle of coffee. So every time I, I'm, I drink coffee all the time and I can tell you my history is so related to the history of Central America with coffee because one of the reasons why I became a hotelier is because in my hometown, which is in the mountains on the road to Boaz Volcano, I grew up in a family in which dad was always sending me and my brother to pick coffee. So I know what is it to be in the coffee farm early in the morning and have that, uh, I call it family life in which you just tell jokes and you have a great time and you just talk about anything you can think of, either family issues, politics, soccer, you name it. So that was very fun, but 
I definitely realized that I wouldn't be, it wasn't my interest to be picking coffee always. <laughs> so to go from picking coffee to managing one of the finest luxury properties in the world, that's quite a journey. Um, it is. A, t tell us how that happened. Yeah, it was a, it, it was, a, it's been a journey and it all began because there was a hotel being built right across the street where I grew up. And it happened that the guy who was in charge of the hotel was a close friend of my brother. And as the hotel kept on getting busier, uh, they, they needed to grow on, on employees. And back when I was a kid, I'm, I'm telling you, I was 15 years old. I was hired to be the orange picker. You made orange. And I said, yeah, yeah, and I said, well, if I have picked coffee, sure, I can pick some oranges for fresh um, oranges in the morning. And and I just love the ambience. I love to look how um, guests were welcome, their questions, their excitement to see a coffee farm, as to see some birds around the area and I just got bitten by the hospitality bug, as I call it. So I went, I, I, I worked in the restaurant doing all positions. I was backing the carpet, I became a barman, then I became a receptionist, then I was taking guests on tours. When I was 19, the owners would, um, take a trip to France because they, they wanted to learn some French. And me, I was there in charge of the entire operation. And that's when I realized that I wanted to become a professional hotelier. I thought I was going to be a pharmacist, but I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to work, as I said, on every position in hospitality. And that's when I realized how much I truly enjoy to be taking care of guests and sharing our culture. And just because in Costa Rica, we were so into ecotourism, it was just a beautiful, it's still a, a great experience that I enjoy and I'm grateful for what I do every single day. That's great. So Andre, if I'm not wrong, you and I probably met in Bajos del Toro at El Silencio Lodge. And then we met again when you were the general manager at a property we both love in Nicaragua called Morgan's Rock. Now you're at Islas Secas in Panama. Yes. Um, and that goes back to 2007 where I, that's when I began at El Silencio. And yeah, and I took over Isla Secas in 2020. What a time to take over a property. <laughs> so it's not, not uh, only difficult to operate a property, but it's difficult to staff a property in 2020, I would imagine. Yes and no. Um, I think it was every time you are through, you're going through a crisis, I always try to keep all my senses awakened because that's where you have the biggest opportunities. So in the middle of a pandemic, I said, well, if I'm opening 
there's such an exclusive, beautiful, hidden gem in the Pacific of Panama, I have to be very selective on the team that I handpick. And just because the middle of a pandemic pretty much paralyzed the hospitality industry, it gave me the opportunity to call and reach out to all of those that I consider great hoteliers and just pretty much handpick them and build a team in record time. This is, if you're going to run a property like Isla Secas, you need to have a really strong team, but you also need to work with the local communities. So what, what I did is that I brought a team that is work with me in our properties in which we can just look in the eyes and we understand each other about what the priorities are and what needs to be done. But most important is to share and learn with the local communities about hospitality. Everything that we have learned, we're very happy to share. And of course, we're very happy to learn about everything, about this beautiful location. You want to deliver an authentic experience, and that has to do a lot with the local culture. But it's the perfect blend because that's how we got a team of locals with a team of hoteliers. So we we mix that recipe and we are I'm very confident and happy to say that we are generating a lot of super happy customers every time they experience Isla Secas. And I see success when by day two or three when your guests come over to you and say, hey, I'm thinking about bringing my family next time, that's when I feel that we're doing the right thing. Uh, it's not just to make them happy, but out of the world, you just have to give the best that you can so you can have a customer that will pick your property again to come and visit it and share it with the ones they love the most. Vacations is, vacation is very serious to me. Uh, as a hotelier, something that you really value is your time. And every time I can travel with my family, I just want that to be perfect. Yeah. And I do believe in good karma. So I know that if we work hard to provide a perfect vacation as much as we can, I will have a good karma when I travel too. We, we say this all the time. Uh, time is your most precious and most irreplaceable resource. And the free time that you spend with the people you love, doing the things you love, that's the most refined of the precious resource. I can't agree more, 100%, yes. So Andre, taking it back to your team for a minute, um, you have people like Saul and Johan and Jose and Benny and Martin and Ruben that you've brought from other hotels. Um, but you have people that are, that are local to the Chiriqui area, or maybe you've brought them from Panama City. What does the Panamanian team bring to the equation? What are the traits you admire most in the Panamanians? They bring their culture. 
they bring everything that we want to represent, which is the country. Um, so when I brought all these guys that I have worked with, this uh, team of stars, they bring knowledge, they bring enthusiasm, they bring the sense of hospitality. And we need that to blend with the local people. And when they bring good attitude, they bring their culture, they can teach us about what's local in regards to gastronomy, special dates, um, celebrations. You, you work around that to make sure that we share it with our guests so that they not they just don't experience a good quality service but they learned about the local people in the country and the best way you can learn is through the local Cherokee people or people from Panama if you were to describe Isla Secas to someone who'd never heard about it what would you tell them well just think about 14 islands that are untouched that someone who loves sustainability and conservation thought about building a very small but very well thought and designed accommodation, casitas, that you are allowed to provide a maximum capacity of 24 people if you were full house in the middle of just 14 islands in which you can see wells, you can dive, you can snorkel, you can hike, but most important, you can experience a world-class level of service with a team of hand-picked staff members that are truly engaged and enthusiastic about sharing what I call true hospitality. We don't want SECAS to feel like a hotel. My goal after my years of experience is to truly deliver a hospitality, a genuine hospitality experience. And that's what through... What does that mean to you? What is genuine hospitality? Genuine hospitality, as much as I love standards, once you have a group of staff members that they are so committed into providing the most memorable experience, all you have to do is facilitate their jobs so that we can actually read what your preferences are, what you're looking for, what are the highlights that you're expecting out of your trip? And we just flow. We just make that happen. We just enjoy what we do. It's, it's a way to just don't know your guest's name, but why they came to our property. What's their celebration? Is this their first time in the region? Is this a birthday celebration? And we just connect with them. 
and we deliver all these opportunities to make their stay as memorable and special. You do it. You, you achieve that. I, we were with you probably five months ago, and I can't tell you how many times in my you know, thoughts while I drive in traffic or as I'm walking around uh, the neighborhood, I'm thinking about the time we spent with you. And, you know, Aaron, Aaron was with me, and, of course, she got to ride the airfoils with dolphins. <laughs> but, the way, you know, th those are very special experiences. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's why the selection of the people that you work with is so critical. Because I could spend hours just interviewing. I have interviewed every single staff member, and I really need to feel... They enjoy what they do. They take serious the uh, opportunity that we each one of us have every time we take care of them. And it can either be exploring their archipelago, doing a scuba, life, scuba dive uh, lesson. It could be the gastronomy part of the experience. It could be a spa treatment. Or it's just the fact that they come and connect with the environment, bringing the outside to the inside of the casitas, which, because every single thing in our casitas was handmade, a lot of thinking and a lot of work just to try to make it as perfect. We know perfection doesn't exist, but that's our inspiration. Let's think about perfection. High-end hospitality to me is attention to detail. I, I think something that it's, it's very important in hospitality is that you truly have to enjoy it. We grow up ever since we're kids and something you want to do all the time is play. And why you want to play is because you enjoy. So I try to not lose the enjoyment of everything everything we do, even though we're grown-ups. And we create our own language in Isla Secas to make this our own game. And we truly enjoy it every single day. So we call our guests treasures. And it's so nice when I hear the boat captains, the mates, the landscapers saying, Senor Andre, I see some treasures on the way to Terraza. Maybe it's Mr. Smith or Mrs. Gonzalez. And treasures has become such a strong word because it really represents what our guests are. They are a treasure to us. It's the most important asset, if I call it in a way. It's the most important it's everything for us. But we have two treasures, the guests and our employees. Yeah. And those are my own treasures as managing director because they are as important. And, you know, uh, if you take good care of your staff and they are engaged, they're motivated, and if they truly enjoy what they do, everything just goes as magic. And that's where I call the definition of true hospitality, genuine hospitality. It's just because you're enjoying what you do and you do it with love and care. That's, that's great. Andre, you are 
so calm. I think people who've not met you yet will imagine you as very formal and very stern based on your voice. But you smile all the time. I think <laughs> you have kind of a a calming presence about you that's probably very useful at a high-end hotel. I I think you know me very well. Yeah, <laughs> I even though I look very calm, sometimes a bit too formal or formal according to the equation. The ones that know me, I'm far from being serious. Yeah. I'm always Yes, and I and I try to really make everyone smile. I think that my number one priority as a managing director is to make sure everyone is happy. You know, and smile early in the morning might change your day. And that's what I try to do. I this is why I try to work as much as I can on this internal game so that we are Secondizing our guests. Part of our game is to secondize our guests. And let me tell you what that is. I always ask every staff member, how was that activity? And they tell me, no, they loved it. And I said, but how much? <laughs> and they can say, Senor Andre, how would you describe when someone is extremely happy above and beyond what's normally happy? And then I said, well, how about if we call that secondization? So that's when we secondize a guest. That means they are extremely happy. So they tell me, well, I feel they are secondized. And that's how you give birth to another language part of your game that we use. And, and that's our goal. We're going to secondize our guests. This is, again, all internal talks. But I just love the fact that we can develop our own language because it makes us very unique and special to Isla Secas. Andre, you, you live on a small island, though. How do you avoid or how do you help your staff avoid getting in a rut or a slump? Yes, we have to. We understand the effort. It's very funny. First, let me begin with this. Many, many of my friends tell me, wow, Andre, I cannot believe you live in such a beautiful island. You are in paradise. And I tell them, yes, of course I am. I have clean air. I'm surrounded by clear waters, dolphins, wells. But you also need to have a lot of mental control in a way because it's easy for the island to become smaller and smaller because your friends are not in the island, your family is not in the island. The things that you like to do are more than just being in an island. So understanding that that's our reality with our treasures, our staff, we try to give them as much time off as we can to compensate. In general, they take about 10 to 12 weeks off paid vacations to go out, reconnect with their families, travel, re-energize themselves. But also while in the island, we try to make this as enjoyable. We truly become a family. We 
are very happy to celebrate every single birthday. Just sing happy birthday, hug someone, uh, eat a piece of cake and a drink and just disconnect and enjoy. It's, it's part of what we do. We also try to keep them busy exercising. We encourage them to go and try all the water sports that our guests have to enjoy so that we can also speak at first hand what it feels like to be e-foiling. I can talk for a long time, but yeah, we, we are aware that you have to be proactive in order to keep our team engaged and happy um, while you spend so much time in the island. Yeah. You only have, I think it's seven casitas right now. And we only have seven casitas. And your guests that means to client ratio is pretty, pretty low. I mean, it's how many staff per guest? We have a total of 84, 86 staff members. If, if we were to do the radio per casita, so we have 86 staff members and we only have seven casitas, that's about 12 staff members per casita. Um, it sounds a lot and it is, we want to be well staffed, but I can tell you, you can really keep them busy because something that we really work on is quality. Um, and that, that requires a lot of effort because it's never too much quality. Does service or guest experience mean something different in a fairly remote location such as Isla Secas where not everything is available at the snap of your fingers as it would be in a large city? Yes. And you just have to do it differently. I mean, you keep the sense of what you would do in a property in the city, but things need to be just different. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Like every position, even they have a different name. Let me tell you that our waiters in the restaurant, we call them Gastronomos Integrales. In Gastronomo Integral, which means like Integral Gastronomist, it's a name that we created because we thought that being in an island, the level of service that you have to provide has to go above and beyond just knowing how to do nice mixology or how to, well, describe or read what your likes and dislikes are. The level of service that we want is people that will know about Panama in general. And when we have the opportunity, we can actually share and educate our guests about important facts of the region. Uh, it's about staff members that are capable of reading your needs and go above and beyond, let's say, give you a golf cart ride up to your casita after they serve dessert, um, tell you what they would recommend about doing tomorrow's itinerary based on their experience of what's available in the island. 
So such a small property, your level of service has to go the extra mile into reading. It's just about read what your client is looking for. They love to talk and learn. Sometimes you just gotta read and give them the space because they might be just reconnecting as a family or having a an important moment in which what they want is someone just pouring more wine in the glass. Um, service is such an open description. It's not what you think is good, it's what you think they will enjoy, but you just keep on reading and delivering based on the guest expectations. It's anticipate their needs and exceed their expectations. How can you put that in a book? And that's where you need experience. You need people who has been just doing this over and over and over again for years. But most important, they enjoy it every single time they do it. And then it flows. Andre, what would you say is the ideal time to come to Ethos Secas? I got that question all the time. And honestly, I think it's based on our guests' expectations because I personally really enjoy the green season. And when I refer about green season, I'm talking about months like July, August or so, in which you might have some rain at night that makes it perfect to me. Everything is so much greener. It's not as warm as it is probably right now. But it also depends on where you're coming from. Because if you just want to get away from the cold, any time between January to April, it's it, it'll, it'll be ideal. And how many nights do most guests stay at the island? I think that ideally you must spend at least five nights in Isla Secas. Then it all depends on how much time you have because you can spend easily 10 days to two weeks in Isla Secas and we'll keep you busy. It just keeps on getting better and better. I would imagine Five if nights. you spent two weeks, you would still want to stay longer. The difficulty we have often is that North Americans usually have a week to two weeks to travel. And it's often the case that their first trip to Panama may be their only trip to Panama. And they, they have quite a few things they want to see. So is there a minimum number of nights you'd recommend? We have a minimum nights of three, just because we definitely don't think it's it makes sense to come for less than three nights. I personally recommend five nights. If you do four, you do five. If you do a week, of course, that's great. But we have a minimum of three. I Probably my answer is the other way around. I wouldn't recommend to come for less than three nights. It wouldn't make sense to me. And I would highly recommend to spend at least five nights. With five nights, you get to experience a lot of the property and still live with that sensation that you needed needed it at least two more nights. I think anyone who comes for three nights is going to say to themselves, I must come back. (laughs) Right, exactly. If you could recommend one off-the-beaten-track activity for an active guest, what would you suggest? 
Something that's a personal favorite. There are, I think that definitely going out with Benny, our conservation and activities manager, it's an experience itself. He's so smart and he's got so much to that you can learn from in a very joyful way. Joyful. So I would say definitely, right, definitely go in the morning, just do a hike in the island and, and just connect with Benny. He'll tell you about birds. He can tell you about history. He, he'll definitely be a Panamanian cultural exchange that you will really enjoy. Ambassador Benny. What, what about <laughs> yeah. for a guest who might not have the energy or maybe doesn't have the mobility they once did? Well, the gastronomy part, as well as our spa offering, is great for those that want to go on a slower pace, eat healthy, very delicious, and treat yourself with some aromatherapy or some of the spa sound therapy bath treatments that we offer at this spa. And some activities in which you can also go out and do some sunset on the boat, just cruise the archipelago and see the different birds that come to the different islands on the different months of the year. They well season. You can just see the well in, in the wild or dolphins. All the sea life around the archipelago is so rich. When you're away, do you feel the pull of the island? Do you miss it? I honestly, I'm honestly always here, even though I'll be somewhere else. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's your, your life, a hotelier life is it's not a job it's it's a lifestyle and once you have that lifestyle you just don't think about being away you just find your way to communicate and to build a strong team so that you can um take care of your personal life as well <laughs> some of our clients returned recently and aaron did the post-trip interview with the wife and she said you know this is the first time that I've been able to just sit at the pool with my husband without him opening his laptop he did not open his laptop the entire time he was at Isla Secas and uh, they had some real time to connect and strengthen their relationship I'm sure that's not an uncommon event there that's what makes you fall in love with what you do. And it just goes above and beyond just your job. It's the opportunity to change people's life, make it better. That's the beauty of travel. And that's the beauty, the beauty of hospitality. I'm so glad you're sharing that. And that definitely makes us all happy. Wow. You know, our... Our password for the internet is disconnect and explore. And I'm so glad they were able to disconnect and connect with themselves. Well, my friend, it's, it's great to catch up with you. 
I, uh, I hope I get to see you again soon, and I hope that's in Panama. Me too. We will always be welcoming you with open arms and hoping to take care of you and your family so that you can experience it from that angle. Okay, and when you want to come visit the national parks or go skiing, I'm your guy. If you'd like to know more about custom travel in Latin America and the Antarctic, reach out to us at landedtravel.com. Since 2006, Landed's success has been built on word-of-mouth referrals. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to rate the podcast or share it with a friend. Thank you for listening.